The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Stop eating so much. You don't need to eat all the time. You have the right to remain fat. Whoa! You gonna fuck on me? Nobody's gonna fuck on you! Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Ormouth. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 25 hundo and 46 of the daily mother swole the most muscular swole cast beer cast broadcast game cast man cast pimp cast sleeves cast and slay cast in the realm because when i flex you flex we all flex our biceps what's going on beaches booshes busters hustlers and your hoes it's your boy papa swoleo back with another episode today's episode the beast cast is brought to you is powered is sponsored by everson k2 flexing on all you welcome 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 to the show everyone make sure you hit the like button and drop in the comments down below what are you smashing today hit that thumbs up thank you so much for being here it is wednesday april the 26th and we got a great show for you today so make sure that you hit that thumbs up and if you are not yet a member join us over at swanormousx.com because we had an amazing accountability meeting on monday of course and not only that, we also have a private live call tomorrow, April 27th at 9 a.m. Eastern time. It's going to be lit. It's going to be fucking lit. Rise and swole. Great time. Great way to kick off a Thursday morning. So we do these every other week. And on the opposing weeks, we have a round table. Uh, so next week, we'll have a round table. But tomorrow, 9 a.m. Eastern time, April the 27th. Rise and swole. The swole fam. Join us. X. Dot com get access to all the training programs nutrition and so much more inside swanormous x it's all there for you all right before we get into it uh fam let's get a little tainty man let's get a little tainty boy Aww. look at the tainty man look at his little paw twitch he looks great you're looking great tainty boy rufus you're looking great looking fantastic all right let's get this nut busted open we got a great swole card today thank you everyone for being here and uh let's summon the falcon and get today's party started Falcon. 
Gotta make sure that horn is visible. All right, hashtag Summer Swole for a chance to win today's Swole card. That's a nice card. It is Summer Swole kicking off. Summer Swole officially kicks off May 1st. So very excited about that. What a great card. It is the Summer of Swole. Summer Swole kicks off during Massive May. So we have Massive May. We're on the cusp of Massive May. And that is the beginning of Summer Swole. Very excited uh, about Summer Swole. It was hot as fuck today. There was the threat of a thunderstorm all day long, but I did legs outside. I got some new equipment, was smashing some of my, my was smashing my stems. I am going to be feeling that tomorrow for sure. I feel it now. And it was hot as fuck. It was hot as shit. The sun just cooking my tits and it was exhausting. The sun was more exhausting than the workout. I don't know. It kind of combined to just be overwhelming. We're looking to get some sort of pergola. That way we can protect the machines a little bit more too. But that'd be nice to not just get destroyed. I love the sun. I love the sun. But the brutal part was I was getting on the hack squat. And if if you leave the hack squat for a few moments and the sun's hitting it, I go to grab it and it's like fucking roasting my hands because it's all exposed metal. And I get I lean back on the pad and it oh, fucking burns. So you can't rest too long between sets because then otherwise it's going to destroy me. I could wear a shirt and I could put a towel over it, but I mean, come on, come on, come on. Uh, Anne says in Miami today, it actually isn't as hot as usual. Um, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're not in the sun then. It was hot as, it's hot as fuck today. It was super hot, but I mean, I don't know if it was overcast in Miami. It rains every day somewhere in Florida. So maybe you got a little bit more clouds, but it's supposed to be like nineties, early early low nineties later this week. But hopefully we just, I just don't mind. I don't mind a little bit of rain in the afternoon. I just don't want complete rain all day long. We had a ton of rain yesterday, a ton of rain yesterday. It was coming down like a hurricane. So hopefully no more of that. I don't like the wind. The wind knocks shit down and does damage, but man, it was hot today. Steaming. Steaming the nips. All right, let's get into the tip, fam. Uh, we got a great show. Looking forward to it. Babe, just an inch, Ooh, just an inch. Man. It's cold outside. Just in time. Uh, do I get any hail? I haven't seen any hail here for a couple of years. I think it was hailing somewhere in Florida recently, but I don't know if I've ever seen hail in Florida. Okay, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, well, 82 degrees at almost 3 o'clock. It has nothing to do with the temperature. The sun just cooks. So if you're not in the direct sun, that's different. But if you're in the direct sun and you're training, it's hot as fuck. <laughs> it's hot as fuck. All right, let's get into the first swole fam post. What's in the box? Amelia says, everyone, I just beat my last PR on the leg press. I was at 100, uh, 500 pounds, and today I pushed five reps at 520. Very nice. A little leg press action. Of course. I'm not a fan of the leg press, but anytime you hit a new weight is good. Um, I don't mind leg press. I mean, mm, yeah, not a fan, not a fan of the leg press personally, but um, if you can do squats, as long as you can do actual squats, maybe use the leg press sparingly as like an accessory for certain movements or hitting certain body part in a certain way, but um, not generally a fan of leg press. Not over squats, that's for sure. Hack squats are better. Um, but you could drop your thoughts down in the comments. I haven't done leg press in... I don't even remember the last time I did a leg press. 
Just not, not, not my thing personally, not my thing personally, but hats off and nips up for the PR. That's always nice. So thank you for sharing. Fixer says, took Papa's advice and did reverse sled pulls after work. I was not expecting such a good workout from such a simple move. I believe this is Chris. So excellent. Glad to hear it. Reverse sled is fantastic. Reverse sled is something that you can do very frequently. Great for the knees. Great for the knees. Nancy says, doing yin for hips tonight when I get home. This week has been ridiculous with car troubles and follow-up x-ray for my son. It's totally fucked up my mornings. Yesterday, I worked from home because of my car, so I was able to run at noon uh, instead. Today, I was at the office and now at my son's practice. Can't wait to go home and do some chill yoga. Fantastic, especially when you're stressed. Take a downshift, do some yin, do some chill yoga, do a recovery flow, do some meditation, and good for you. Good for you. And our last Swole Fam post of the day. Why is that glitching? All right, Tyler says, hey fam, today I restarted my elimination diet. I had a shitty few days with the foods I'm about to share. Firstly, I made French toast with four slices of bread with four whole eggs. Apparently for me, bread gives me inflammation and stomach aches. Welcome to most people. I haven't had bread in three months and felt better without it from before. So now bread is a no-no. Secondly, peanut butter gives me inflammation and constipation. So now I know that bread and peanut butter are a necessary elimination. I feel guilty about it and I feel like I betrayed myself. I take full responsibility and we'll be getting back on track. I'm still going to be testing out these foods and seeing how I feel. I won't let myself pop and the fam down. Let's fucking get back on track. Uh, I agree. I agree. Bread and peanut butter are useless. Useless. My opinion, my experience, Tyler's as well, and many of yours. Get rid of these things. Get rid of these processed, processed foods. Bread is highly, highly uber processed. Uh, Peanut butter is highly inflammatory. There's much better choices out there. And sometimes you have to come back to it and learn your lesson the hard way. And Tyler did. And then you feel like shit. And especially if you cut these things out for a while and then you reintroduce them and it hits you extra hard, you're like, ah, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Oh, why did I do that to myself? Why did I do that to myself? But sometimes you don't have perspective until you do an elimination you make positive choices and then you think, oh, I can get away with it. Oh, it's just once. And you go back and you feel like shit. And then you regret it. Why did I do that? Well, lesson learned, take that information, move forward, and then find other things that are much better for you. Yeah. Bread is dog shit. Bread is famine food. And I highly recommend if you've never eliminated it, kick that shit to the fucking curb. Fill your stomach up with more nutritiously and bioavailable, uh, nutritionally dense and bioavailable uh, foods. Much better choices out there. All right, let's get into the knowledge cock. If you have any more follow-up questions, we can. I would recommend uh, going to askpapasolio.com if you want to submit a question. We'll take a call first, but then if you have a live question, if you're in the live chat, hashtag askpapasolio. And if you're listening to this show and you're not listening live or watching live, you can go to askpapasolio.com at any time and submit a question. So feel free to do that anytime. You could do it again. You could multiple. You can call in again if you get an answer. An answer. You have a different question or a follow-up, feel free to call back in 
askpapasoyo.com. Look at that tainty man. Aww. He's so goddamn fucking cute. So goddamn cute. All right, let's take the first call. First call is from Nick. Nick, Jews on the line. So I've been going to the gym for four months. Lost nine kilos. Just want to know what you'll do to get more efficient results. Um, you know, lose more weight faster, everything like that. I go six days a week for about two hours a day. So I think it's pretty good, you know. I just want to see if there's anything I can do to get better results. So. It sounds like you have great results. You've been training for four months. That's, and no offense, that's nothing. So I've been training for over 20 years. So you're stopped. First, don't think about anything in terms of getting results faster. I know there's, there's logic behind that. You want to make sure you're doing things more efficiently. You don't want to waste time doing A, B, and C if you'll get better results with D, E, and F. But stay consistent. Focus on building muscle. Focus on the seven pillars. Making a better nutrition choices. Focus on your sleep. Be consistent. I don't know what your goals are. You said you lost nine kilos. I don't know if you have... 100 kilos left to lose. I don't know how overweight or obese you are or anything about you aside from, hey, I've been going to the gym for four months. I've seen some results. I mean, I, that's just super vague. I'm glad you called in and keep up the good work. Stay consistent. But if you want to be a little more specific about what you're trying to accomplish, then I can maybe give you some insights. So good for you. And Four months is tip of the iceberg, so don't get back on your heels thinking like, well, I've been training for four months. What else can I do? Be consistent. Make sure you're lifting weights, though. Make sure you're lifting weights. If your goal is to lose overall body fat, focus on the food quality. Get your sleep, meditation. Again, go to swarmormousx.com. Download the seven pillars. Make sure you're focusing on all those areas. If you need help, you can join the fam. Otherwise, make sure you're lifting weights and improving your nutrition habits and call back in with some more details if you want something more specific. Uh, live question, Tyler. Mm. Tyler, what are your thoughts on Joe Biden's re-election in 2024? Uh, the fact that he's running or the fact that, I mean, I'm shocked that he got elected the first time. I mean, a lot of people regret that fucking decision if they voted for him in 2020. I think it's hysterical, but I also think it just shows that people will vote for anyone Again, if in theory, no one knows for sure yet, can't predict the future, uh, if Trump is going to be the Republican candidate, I mean, I, 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 it would blow my fucking mind if he won again. A lot of people still question the fact that he won the first time, but not going to go down that rabbit hole. I think it's just more shocking because just the fact that people are saying now, oh, he's a corpse and he's a half asleep all the time. It was like this. He's been like this for 10 fucking years. He was like this throughout 2019 and 2020. So if you didn't see it the first time and you don't see it now, I don't know. My thoughts on it are that's absurd. This guy should be in a nursing home, but it might just be get their foot in the door and then he's going to step down and then Kamala is going to be president. Like I don't see him necessarily even being alive for four more years, let alone serving. But they'll cover for him and they'll use him like a puppet. So it doesn't even matter if he's functioning. But if anything, they're just going to run him because if he beat Trump the first time, maybe he could do it again. And if anything, they'll have they'll have their DEI pick step up and be president if he can't make it. 
and they can't hide it anymore. They can't pretend like he's a functioning human being. So it, it, it's a sad state for our country. Let's not beat around the bush. It's, it'd be really fucked up if he, if people vote for that guy again, it's fucked up the first time in my opinion, but you know, there's always pros and cons no matter whom you choose. And what we need to do as a society is actually bring some better people into the mix and they're, they exist. But the problem is when you have better choices, usually they're not, um, part of the deep state. They're not part of the, uh, they're from, they're outsiders. So they don't get a lot of attention and they're definitely not going to get a lot of support, especially from the donors that are going to be required to run a campaign or to win the nomination. Like Vivek Ramaswamy, he's a fucking beast, brilliant, like everything that you would want for moving our country into the future. But of course, when you speak too many facts, people are like, no, not that guy. We can't manipulate him. We can't control this guy. Biden's a fucking puppet. They can make him dance, monkey dance, whatever they want. That's why they hated Trump. Uh, Nick, I find it interesting when people who defend seed oils and bread, that when you tell them to try removing it from their diet, they won't, LOL. Afraid of the truth? Do you think it's people are afraid of the truth? Or do you think it's afraid to recognize that it's their fault and that they have to make those changes? Is it fear of the truth or is that just kind of like a parallel? I just think they don't want to change. So if they don't address the reality, they don't have to actually change. If they can pretend they don't know what they're doing or, oh, that's just nonsense. That's a conspiracy theory. That's just being ridiculous. Seed oils. Oh, come on. There's no studies. There's no triple blind, quadruple, blah, blah, blah. There's abundance of evidence that these things are terrible for human consumption. So people will deny, obviously, even going back to our previous conversation, the political question that Tyler asked, people will deny many, many, many things to justify a decision. That way they don't have to confront something challenging. People will often not choose the more difficult path. So what's the, what's the more challenging path for most of us in the swole fam, the more challenging path would be to continue to eat these garbage foods, to continue to damage our health and to suffer serious consequences later in life and deal with chronic pain and inflammation and preventable disease. That sounds more challenging to me. For most people, their perspective is, well, changing my habits is the hard thing. So I'd rather pretend like that doesn't exist, keep my habits the same. That way I don't have to do anything that's, you know, uncomfortable for me. Uh, Chris, Papa Soli, I've been mixing my creatine in my greens. In what? Oh, you mean like a green drink thing? but I wanted to see about putting in my coffee instead. Will it still be effective being in hot drinks? Um, that's a good question. I don't know if it really matters. It's a good question. I don't know if creatine denatures or if there's anything. I've never put it in a hot drink, I don't think. I've never put creatine in a hot drink. Anything will it'll mix better in room temperature, but being effective, I don't know if there's anything. Anytime you add something, you heat to something, it can cause some reactions, but I'm not sure if there's anything specific with creatine. It's a good question, but I would just put it in fucking water or mix it in something that we don't have to worry about it or concern yourself with it. It's a good question. I'm not sure. I've never done it. So it never became an issue. 
Uh, and do I know a good substitute for cheese? I, I don't understand the question. Either you're eating cheese or you're not eating cheese. What's your, why do you need a sub? There's no substitute for cheese. Cheese is cheese. If you're not eating cheese and you're eating something else. What do you, what do you mean? Don't eat vegan cheese or soy cheese or pea protein cheese or whatever the fuck else they'll make and call it cheese. I don't know what you mean by a substitute for cheese. Either you're eating cheese or you're not. <laughs> no, I didn't. Lady Hawk says, did you hear that the DNC said there would be no debates in the primaries? No, I didn't hear that. But anything that they can do to make sure that Biden doesn't have to speak, they're going to do. There should be endless amounts of, there should be long debates. They should have debates in the primaries and especially presidential. They, there, there should be hours of conversation. I, it's so, it's so insulting, the American people. Like we don't have the capacity to listen to a long conversation. The proof behind that is just the power and the popularity of podcasting. How many of you, I mean, most of you are here every day and we do about an hour, hour and a half every day. Not only that, you're listening to other podcasts like Joe Rogan or other podcasts that go for two, three or four hours sometimes. Most podcasts are usually, especially if it's a conversation, most of them are usually anywhere between one and three hours, at least 45 minutes, depending on who the person is talking to. And even in a 45 minute conversation, half an hour, you know, you have these, you know, you have two, you have one minute to respond. You're talking about foreign policy. How can you narrow anything down to a minute? It's sick. So there should be lots of debates. The reason why they don't want that is because Joe Biden is a blabbering idiot and everyone fucking knows it. So they can cover for him and bullshit when it's on Twitter and when it's little quick clips online, they can not put things in the news like on MSNBC or CNN. They can cut things out. They can edit them. They can make it seem like, oh, it was, it was a mistake or, you know, he, he misspoke. You mean you're just making something up because he said something stupid. Press secretaries and people are covering for him all the time. But if it's a conversation, you can't hide that. It is what it is and everyone can see it. We all know, but they want to make it. They want to keep it behind the curtain as much as possible. They want to make it, keep it Wizard of Oz as much as they possibly can. So in other words, they're calling you stupid. When they say things like that, there's going to be no debates. They're calling you stupid. And they're telling you, you don't have the ability to decide. You don't need to hear what they have to say. You're just going to vote the way we tell you to. And unfortunately, most people in the Democratic Party, that's exactly what they do. Most people just, oh, you're telling me to do that? I shall do that. So that's the problem. <clears throat> oh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Paul Jones. I just started adding creatine to my cold brew coffee, bought the unflavored creatine from steel, and it definitely has a flavor. Bitter counts as a flavor, right? Yes. Yeah. Bitter is a flavor. Bitter is a, just remember on your tongue, you have different receptors, different areas and regions. So whichever area that chemical or whatever you're consuming hits and tells your brain, Ooh, this is this. 
It's just your interpretation of it. Remember your taste and smell are ways to keep you healthy. If you smell rotting meat, you're, the reason why it smells bad is because if you eat it, it's going to have an overgrowth of bacteria that can kill you. So your brain interprets those smells from your nose and from taste is 80% smell. So it's mostly your nose, your olfactory senses. So it keeps you healthy or it keeps you, Hey, don't eat that. That's rotting infested meat. Oh, okay. That smells horrible. I'm not getting close to that. So it keeps you alive. So it's going to have a flavor. Creatine's bitter. Uh, Michelle, you can use raw kefir to make a really good soft cheese. Didn't know that. It's all coming from the same place, right? Where they make cream or cheese. There's different fermentation processes, different bacteria or yeast that you add, different temperatures, different lengths. Sometimes I'll make kefir. And based on how I made it or the temperature, how long I had it in there, it kind of tastes a little cheesy. I'm not a real fan of that. It's not bad. It's just... Yeah. I'm still, I still play around with it, but every, every time we get like the raw milk, it's different from the cow, depending on the temperature, depending on how many grains I have in there, you can customize. That's the difference between buying it, buying something that's more consistent or making it yourself. Let's see. Uh, Robin, watch Australian news. They think our president and vice president are jokes. Um, they are. You can see that in a lot of American news, especially independent uh, news resources and journalists are calling out this joke of administration every fucking day. Um, but they don't get as much play. Other countries, it's got to be ridiculous from the outside. It's so obvious to us here. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. John, on the hack squat, where do you properly place your feet? I've done some delving and gathering conflicting info. My goal is a solid quadricep pump. I've tried a set or two. It's awkward. A set or two of what? So depends on the hack squat. Mine, I put it at the base of where my pad, let me put it this way. My hack squat is old school. So the pad is a little bit higher relative to the platform. So I bring my feet a little bit higher on the platform on most hack squats. Nowadays, the pad is kind of at the base. If you lined up and you kind of took the pad, that line all the way down to the foot plate, it's usually right there at the bottom. You generally, I would recommend looking up at how Tom Platts did his squats with duck toes, heels together, toes out to the side. And it's nasty. I love that. That's how I always do the hack squat. You could do sissy squats on the hack, but I would look up uh, Tom Platt's videos of him doing the hack squat. Um, lets his heels come up. It's pretty much like a ballerina type squat, but it's pure quads and it's nasty. And you could also push your hips forward and turn into a sissy squat if you want to hit a little bit more rectus femoris. So that's what I recommend. I refer to the fucking leg goat for leg information. I don't like doing hack squats like a normal squat. These are so much better. If you want to focus on quads and squat quads, squats should be focusing on quads. If you want to do glutes, there's many other exercises that will hit the glutes a little bit more. But if you want to hit the quads, squats with a nice straight back, elevating the heels, whether you're using uh, lifting shoes or elevating your heels on blocks or a front squat position, sissy squats are great. Hack squat with the the duck toes, heels together, toes out to the side, letting your knees track over, keeping your feet at the base of the, at the base of the platform. Game changer. Do some, just do a couple of YouTube videos. You'll see it. It's fantastic. 
I've done some videos on it. I don't know if I have a tutorial in X, but you can Google that or YouTube it easy. Keith, Papa Soy, did you see that the prime water all of the kids are drinking is dangerous? The warning label I see on the Canada bottles, but not American people need to wake up to all this poison. The prime water. You mean the drink? Is that Logan Paul's drink? I don't know what's in it. I mean, all those artificial sweeteners and garbage. It's bad for you. I don't know what's actually in it. I never looked into it. But, you know, that monster, Red Bull, all that stuff is crap. Tyler Papasoli, is it ideal to eat around 2,000 calories of going high protein, fat, and low carbs without gaining any fat and look relatively lean and big? That's arbitrary to how much mass you have, how much you need to consume, your training habits. So I don't know. Maybe that's right for you. Maybe it's, it's not going to be right for someone else. So I would definitely focus on higher protein and more moderate fat and then play around with the carbohydrates. Personally, that's where I would do. That's what I just do in general. If you want, if I want to lean out a little bit, I just drop the carbohydrates. I'll cut back on the fruit. I'll cut back on... I'm not doing sweet potatoes and rice. I haven't in a long time, but I still get carbs from like watermelon or mango or dates or honey. And uh, so I'll still get carbohydrates, but you will flush out water if you drop some carbohydrates. So make sure for me, I like my fruit. I don't just pure carnivore. doesn't work for me. I've tried that. It negatively affects my weight training, negatively affects my strength and everything like that. So adding some of the carbs, having fruit and animal fats and protein has been a good blend for me. So I would just recommend, you know, keeping the focusing on the protein, make sure you're getting sufficient and then the fat can add in and then play around with the carbohydrates you find what works best for you. <clears throat> All right, let's see here. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's take another call. This one's from Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Boy. Lay it on the big doggy. Danny Boy, you're on the line. Hello, Papa Swolio. So I just had a quick question about honey. Um, talk about taking it before sleep, which is good, and you talk about you take it before a workout, which is good. So I'm just a little confused on how you can take one thing and it be good for working out and sleep, which are two completely different things. So if you could just explain that, uh, that'd be cool. Thanks. That's a good question. It depends on the individual. I don't have it before bed. So some people that have... When it, when it comes to sleep in particular, you want to make sure you're making, my recommendation is to make habitual choices first. You don't want to go to all these supplements. People are, oh, I have trouble sleeping. They start pounding melatonin and they, they just take pills. What you really need to do is wind down before bed, not eat too close to bed, cut out the blue light, put the phone down, all these other habitual changes that will lead you into a proper sleep pattern. And of course, if you're sleeping in in the morning, that's going to fuck up your sleeping pattern. If you're drinking caffeine in the afternoon, that's going to fuck up you, your ability to go to sleep. So proper habits first, uh, cold room, dark room, all those things that we usually talk about. But sometimes the first thing that I would do is make sure you're not drinking tons of water before bed. So you're not waking up to piss. Magnesium is a really good thing to take before bed. I'll take I think around 750 
milligrams of magnesium glycinate before bed. I love that. Helps me tremendously. But that's in addition to all these other functioning, you know, habits and changing my scheduling and my time management before bed. So in terms of honey, as far as I'm aware, some people have, I guess if you don't eat too long before bed, some people have this, I guess this dip where the body will release glucose in the middle of the night. And I think it can wake people up so it can interrupt your sleep. So if you have a little bit of like a tablespoon of honey, maybe half an hour before bed, I think it has something to do with growth hormone or it'll keep you in a, a deeper sleep. Like the way the, I don't know if it's the glucose, you can look this up, but there's something with like the dip or the crash and it'll actually allow you to get into a deeper sleep and maybe not have that waking up in the middle of the night. So that's an option, but I would look into, if you're having issues with sleep, I would look into these other habits. I would look into these other habits first and then maybe look into supplementation like magnesium after you work on all those things, right? Turn the red lights on at night, turn red on your phone, put the phone down hour or two before bed. Don't be watching TV late at night. Once the sun goes down, try to wind down, maybe some yoga, some meditation, um, cold room, blackout curtains, no Wi-Fi and phones and stuff in the bedroom. Make sure all those habits, you could take a warm shower, sauna at night. That can be beneficial. So everyone has their own different flow, but I would focus on those things first before you start jumping to that. So you're asking about honey. That's how honey can be beneficial in the evening. But also if you need a little bit of a boost or a carbohydrate boost, or depending on what your training's like, honey, like a tablespoon before or during or whatever, in terms of your workout, that's just gives you some quality carbohydrates, but it's also not very filling. It's not heavy in your stomach. You're not drinking a ton of fluid. You're not eating something. You're not eating a piece of fruit that's going to take a long time to digest. Honey is more easily absorbable. So it's very light in terms of a pre-work. Because a lot of times people might be really hungry. And if you're hungry before a workout, it's fine to train on empty stomach. But I think a lot of us would agree that if you are really feeling hungry for whatever reason, maybe the timing was different or you're working out a little bit later, but if you're distracted because you're hungry, it can negatively affect your workout. So having a tablespoon or two of honey can just satisfy those needs and allow you to focus on your workout and then you can eat after. Just some thoughts. All right. So good question. Let's take one more. This one's from Salvador Mojica. Fucking name. Look at that. Hello, Papa. How are you? You're amazing. I love your videos. I have a question. How much cardio, uh, which type of cardio do you suggest doing on a cutting season and on a bulking season? Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Well, in terms of cardio, I like doing more heart rate elevated cardio type workouts first thing in the morning. I like my talk about this a lot, but I guess I'll just continue to talk about it when people ask a question. Um, I do what's called my morning mule where I do sled and my Versa climber in the morning after I do the cold plunge, wakes me up, gets my heart rate going. I don't do a ton, but, uh, you know, get my heart rate up and I'll get a sweat going and I'll be out of breath. So, but I like doing that first thing in the morning. It's really just to wake me up. It's just to get my joints moving, get some mobility moving. Um, so I, I do that in terms of bulking and cutting. It's really more about the intensity and the frequency. I would do it more for health rather than bulking or cutting. So that's going to come down to your nutrition. That's going to come down to your caloric surplus or, or, or deficit. But obviously if you're bulking, 
it's good to do that for heart health, but you can still bulk when you're doing that type of cardio, as long as you're not exhausting yourself for your weight training workouts and you're eating sufficient calories to compensate for it. But it's pretty obvious if you're bulking, you want to make sure that you are not overdoing it and exhausting yourself and negatively affecting your recovery um, for your weight training and cutting. It's really going to come down to more nutrition, you know, carbohydrate consumption, caloric volume and sleep habits and things like that. Because just remember, cardio, you can overtrain. You can definitely have issues by doing too much cardio. And a lot of people do. They get compulsive with the cardio. More isn't necessarily better. You can do intense cardio. You could do interval training, which is, in my opinion, a lot better than just steady state long duration. It's great to go for a walk and stuff like that, but you're better off being more efficient doing something like Tabata or doing like hard intense, little breather, hard intense, and just jacking it up and it, it's better muscularly. And I think it's much better in terms of uh, recovery and a benefit for metabolizing fat is just do a you know higher intense sequence and you have to play around and see what works best for you. But bulking and cutting cycles are a little bit, I'm not as, I'm not really a fan. It's, it's one thing to kind of, Hey, I'm just toning down or trimming down a little bit or this and the other. It's another thing if you're just getting sloppy big and then cutting back. It's stressful on the body. You don't need to. You can just build consistently over time. You don't have to do bulking and cutting. It's common to get a lot of these questions around the summer, but it's really just not an overall healthy approach to have like those weight swings like that. I think you're better off just building good habits and consistently building muscle continuously, gradually over time, right? Keeping body fat minimal. It's a good question. It's a good question. Any other thoughts you could drop in the comments, but that's what I'm doing right now. So just like what Tyler was saying, if I want to drop some water weight and trim down a little bit, I'll just adjust the carbohydrate consumption a little bit. Maybe I'm not eating as late at night and I'm cutting down the overall volume of what I'm consuming, keeping the protein fat higher in terms of muscle building, making sure I'm maintaining my strength and my performance. Performance is a really good gauge, especially if you're natural and you're not taking exogenous hormones. Performance, if you feel yourself getting weaker and flat, and your strength is decreasing, it could be your recovery, it could be your nutrition, it could be you know, things like that. So just keep that in mind. Performance is a really good gauge of how your nutrition is and what your current state is. And when it comes to bulking and cutting, unless you're, and honestly, this is just my take on it now. Of course, I've been in this game for a while. If you're bulking and cutting, but you're not a professional bodybuilder, Why? You know, you can build muscle over time, but if you're not stepping on stage, then I, I think that's just a classic thing for people to say, but that's really old school. That's more of a bodybuilder professional. You're bulking and then you're shredding. You're really cutting because you're taking stuff and you're able to get that lean and cut down to that level so you can perform on a stage in terms of people seeing you and looking lean. But in general, why? Why do bulking and cutting if you're not stepping on stage? You know what I mean? Shouldn't you just be making better habitual changes for long-term health, build muscle and trim fat over time? You don't need to do bulking and cutting. In my opinion, I, I personally am not a big fan of that anymore. All right. Uh, good questions. Let's go balls deep. I appreciate the calls and the questions. That's deep. Uh, let's go over a couple. We got two stories. Uh, I'm just going to touch on these briefly. Uh, before we do, we talked about Rise and Swole tomorrow, so brand new um, 
shouldn't say brand new, but live call, private episode tomorrow for members only. If you're not a member, join us, onearmorsx.com, private member Q&A. Best way to start your day, Rise and Swole, tomorrow, April 27th, 9 a.m. Eastern time. And not only that, we have some new designs. I'm just going to show you two of them. What would Papa Swolio do? WWPSD and the full spelled out WW, uh, what would Papa Swolio do and WWPSD? So... Fire new designs. Use code DAILYSWOL for 10% off. Check it out. PapaSwolio.com. Links down below. What would I do? I'd probably go to the fucking gym. You should too. You should too, you beaches. What would pop? What would I do? I'd probably eat a steak. I'd probably go to the fucking gym. Uh, speaking of people that need to go to the fucking gym and stop taking pills, check this out. We've talked about Ozempic and people taking pills. Um, this headline from yesterday. Now Ozempic patients say they're going bald while on fat loss shot amid concerns about the drug's growing list of side effects. what I say? what I say when people are like, oh, Ozempic or Wagovi. Yeah, who knows what this is going to... Who knows what's going to happen? We don't know what's going to happen. People are just popping it like fucking crazy. Shocker. Um, patients on the drug say their hair is starting to fall out in clumps in the shower. Now, I don't know how true this is. I'm not surprised. But, you know, there's other reasons. I mean, a lot of people had hair falling out when they got the vaccine. And there's a lot of issues that people can be having from various things, stress. But I would not be taking a pill for weight loss. I'm telling you, if you're getting your stomach stapled or you're taking pills for weight loss, remember, your habits aren't changing. The fucking inputs aren't changing. You're just taking another fucking pill looking for a shortcut or a way out. No one that has health and no one that has physical results and no one's taking pills. I mean, yeah, some people are taking anabolics and things like that, but you're not taking a pill to get there. You're training hard. You're putting in the hours. You're putting in the work. Come on. Uh, patients using the blockbuster weight loss drugs, Ozempic and Wagovi, say their hair has started to fall out in clumps. An American TikToker who lost 60 pounds while on Ozempic claims her hairline has receded so much she now has to cover it with makeup. Another patient was so horrified after suffering hair loss that she said she would rather be fat and able to hide behind my hair than skinny with bald spots. Jesus Christ. Talk about emotional damage, right? Emotional damage. You're not happy with yourself, so you take a pill, and then it fucking makes you lose weight, and then you go bald because you're taking this... Oh, God. Ugh. Uh, hair loss is not listed as a side effect of semaglutide, the active drug in both products, but the side effect showed up in cl clinical trials of Wagovi. It affected 3% of patients on the drug compared to 1% in the placebo group. Also... Um, check it. Wait, hold on. These two, uh, Ozempic and Wagovi, have already been linked to a host of other nasty side effects, including vivid dreams, suddenly being repulsed by common foods such as ground beef and losing muscle at an alarming rate. So you don't say it helps you lose weight, but also maybe cannibalizes muscle mass and doesn't make you want to eat beef. That sounds fucked up. Ozempic and Wagovi are promoted and sponsors of. The World Economic Forum. Eat the bugs, not the meat. Eat the bugs, not the meat. <laughs> so understand when you say 3%, right? 3% had hair loss. You have to think about that too. How many people are taking Wagovia and Ozempic? So it gets really popular. Thousands of people take it. That 3% becomes a non-zero number. So if you have 10 people, it's like, okay, one person. No, one person, that's still 10%. But you get it, right? So 20 people, it's like one person. Um, but the more people that take it at 3% becomes hundreds or thousands of people. So 3% a big fucking number. Does that like for a drug, 
3%'s a big fucking number. Anyone? <laughs> that's a big number. So 100,000 people, that's 3,000 people. That's a big fucking number. That's a big number. Especially if you expand that and you have so many people taking it. All right. Let's see. Uh, Gina says, talk to someone who told me she's going to ask her doctor for a Zempic to quote, lose a few said all she eats is processed carbs. Won't even consider changing her diet at all. Terrible. Yeah. Well, again, all I eat is processed carbs, but I'm not going to change my diet. I'm going to ask my doctor for a Zempic. Those people deserve to have their fucking hair loss. Look, you're just trying to find some kind of shortcut. These are not real people. These are not real people that actually care. I'm going to lose a few. How about stop eating garbage? And you'll lose a few. Stupid people. Stupid people. Um, One other story. Talk about stupid people. Now wanting to be thin is white supremacy. The little rascal has spirit. We've done a lot of videos on this, but I just want to touch upon it. Whenever it breaks into, because we cover a lot of stuff from Instagram and from TikTok and Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, So we're ahead of the game. We've been talking about this for fucking years. So when this makes mainstream, I like to share it because it's so ridiculous. So now wanting to be thin is white supremacy. NPR guest and NPR is NPR recently got labeled on Twitter by Elon Musk as a state sponsored media, which is true. And they got all up in a tizzy. Didn't they leave Twitter or say they were leaving Twitter or it's propaganda um, NPR guest and author of fat talk, fat talk claims people's desire to be slim stems from end of slavery as Americans sought other ways to demonize black and brown bodies. That's right. So when slavery ends, we're like, fat is bad. Being thin is white supremacy. How about being thin is eating real food? How about being thin -er, or being fit is taking care of your health? And what do most people that fat, I don't care what color your skin is. What do most people that are fat consume? Vegetable oils, processed sugar, grains, gluten, sodas, ice cream, Garbage, 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 garbage. And says African people are all thin. Not in this country. Black Americans, fat as fuck. White Americans are fat as fuck. Americans are just fat as fuck. Uh, And you don't have to be fat to be unhealthy. You can be thin and still be unhealthy. One second. Um, let's see here. A guest on NPR's show, Fresh Air, promoted the idea that the desire to be thin stems from white supremacy while discussing how parents should communicate weight with their children. Uh, her argument, which is silly. Let's see. Uh, her argument is that when slavery was abolished and African-Americans started gaining rights, white supremacists sought to maintain old inequalities by demonizing black bodies and glamorizing thinness. <laughs> you know what? You know, what's funny. And this, this is just, you know, just looking at it, looking at this woman who writes this shit. I mean, 
she's crushing it. She looks really healthy. She looks in great shape. And he's shocked that she's trying to virtue signal and try to gain popularity by making up this nonsense. Um, oh, again, so we have another picture, a subset or an inset from this Sabrina strings that fearing the black body bullshit. Um, I'm not going to read. Uh, I'm not going to read into all this because we've covered this nonsense so many fucking times. But um, setting all that aside, you can believe what you want to believe, but objectively being obese and being fat is not healthy. It's not healthy. So you can say whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It's not demonizing fatness. It's not healthy to be fat. There's no need to be fat. It's not functional in evolution. Now, in terms of muscle mass or having body fat, I'm not saying you have to be 3% body fat because if you didn't have access to food right away, you could survive for a little bit. You have your body fat stores. It's stored energy. But let's be real here. If you're obese, you are not healthy. It's not about fearing a black body. There are plenty of white people that are fat. And it's not healthy no matter what your melanin content is. So silly gooses, silly gooses, silly geese. And as always, people are going to say whatever they want in order to get attention. And in today's day and age, you can say all this shit and spout this racist nonsense and perpetuate it. And I guess get on NPR and get attention uh, for all the wrong reasons. So let's kick this off. Uh, let's go balls deep. We're balls deep already. So let's go into this video for it's six seconds. It's a repeat offender. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. And then everyone else, you can drop in the comments, one, two, or three, one, two, or three. What's I'm going to play box? this first. So pick a number, number one, two, or three. We're going to do this. And um, this is the same septum pierced. Person. I don't know who needs to hear this. No one. But gaining weight is not letting yourself go. Okay. Um You made me happy. Now that's a that's not a real statement. Letting yourself go. That's just a general statement. So gaining weight is letting yourself get fat. No one's gaining weight by accident, by the way. It's because of your actions. Now, just because your actions have consequences doesn't, doesn't relieve you of responsibility for those actions. You're making choices. They result in, they result in outcomes, make different choices, have different outcomes up to you. So, but I appreciate the, the dumb video that we get to share. All right. I'll see John. Number two, John, number two. <laughs> This video is titled Straight Size. Let's fucking go. Hi. Ah. So a lot of folks in the comments seem to be either confused or um, strangely triggered by the term straight size. I don't subscribe to stupid phrases that you make up. There's no such thing as straight sized. There's no such thing. You mean not morbidly obese? You mean, you know, taller than you are wide? Straight size is not a thing. Are you gay sized? Are you homo sized? Are you lesbian sized? No, straight has to do with your sexuality. You're gay, you're lesbian, or you're not. So keep on smoking it. Smoking the pipe.
whatever you're saying. So I just wanted to hop on and explain the term and why I use it, um, and then you can it form your opinions me, as you will. It gives me attention. Short answer is straight size just means not plus sized. It's the exact opposite. Not fat. Not fat. Let's get back to the terms. Plus sized. You mean fat? Plus sized. Plus sized, does that mean because you've added all the sizes together to get the size that you're at? You've added size two, size three, size four, size five, and you've gotten size 30. Because it's three plus four plus five plus six. Come on, ma'am. Come on. This is a term that I guess is predominantly used by clothing retailers. Um, it refers to sizes usually double zero to 12, although there are often 14s and 16s available in straight sizes as well. No one uses this. I've never heard a rate. I've never seen a retailer use this. Of course, I don't shop at these places, but I've, I've I know plus size being used. I've never seen an ad or something straight sized. Uh, it's nonsense. It's made up. It's an insult to people that are just take care of themselves. You're straight sized. You mean I'm a human being that eats real food and exercises? Okay. So straight size is it's not the opposite. That's not no. It's like you're you're fat. You're not fat. You gotta stop softening these terms because it takes away the the personal responsibility of your habits leading you to where you are. No one's accidentally morbidly obese. Plus sizes are a different range and they start at a size 14. So often there is overlap in uh, stores that carry both straight and plus sizes. Apparently, there is a difference in the way that the clothes are cut and constructed for plus sizes, which I think is uh, merchandiser's excuse for either not carrying a plus range or uh, charging more for plus size clothing. A retailer has every right to charge more. It's more material. You buy a bigger car, you buy a bigger house, you're going to pay more. So you want a tarp, it's going to cost you more. More material. So stop whining. So that's what it is. Uh, why I use it. And by the way, a lot of times you get like an XL, but if you do like a triple XL, it's going to be more. It's like twice, it's double the shirt. It's ridiculous to think that you should charge the same for like a small as you do a triple XL. That's it's like three times the fucking shirt. Okay. I don't really like terms like thin or skinny in particular. Um, you actually probably won't really hear me refer to myself as fat very often either. I find those terms, um, just be a little bit hurtful. They have judgment attached to them, both positive. They have personal responsibility attached to them. They have judgment. They're hurtful. That's on you. That's on you. It's on you. Okay. The problem with all these videos is you have these people that are trying so hard to not make positive changes. It's like, it's so much more effort to try to manipulate language to satisfy your ego rather than just to fucking start lifting some weights and eating, eating a goddamn steak and not stuffing Cinnabons down your throat. Like no one is obese from breathing. No one is. It's just, it's impossible. The negative on either side. So uh, I don't like to use them. And also they're not, always entirely accurate. I have plenty of straight size friends who are not skinny. I also think that using the term straight size versus plus size helps to better demonstrate the arbitrary line between bodies that we deem acceptable and unacceptable. Bodies we deem acceptable. 
oh, God. in society. So that's it. Uh, it's really not that deep. I like to use straight size versus plus size. You might. It's deeper if you're plus size. It's pretty deep. It's there's a lot of thickness. There's, get it? Okay. See different people on here uh, use different terms. You know, we're not a monolith. Um, if you do find the term straight size offensive or rude, as I've been told, um, please feel free to tell me why that is. Um, and if, if the reason is because it's just a PC term by nature and that's what bothers you about it, um, then I just I don't think you're going to really like my videos at all. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, it's just the terminology I prefer. I'm happy to have a dialogue about it in the comments if that feels necessary. Okay. Um, by the way, PC is another term for authoritarianism. Politically correct is just shit that you can't say. So that's controlling speech. Okay, that's a bullshit term. It's politically correct, a.k.a. don't say these words because we said so. If you don't say that, then you can get fired. You can do this, you can do that. That's censoring free speech. You're not allowed to make those sounds with your face. You make these sounds, it's not acceptable. So that's just policing uh, speech. So fuck your political correct bullshit. Um, if you find straight size offensive, no, no, no. I find your apathy and your wish for power and control offensive. You're welcome to want control. Most people want power over another human, but that's why you're supposed to have children so you can control them, right? You can be authoritarian. You can be a communist in your household. Um, but as a society, you can't interrupt what other people are doing with their, with their freedoms. Um, yeah. I mean, is it offensive? I mean, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I think it's offend. I, I think it's offensive for the English language. I think it's offensive in its labeling of trying to justify the, the, the problem with straight and plus is that you're trying to smooth over. I think it's like the smoothing over. I'm trying to think of the right word smoothing over or I don't know. You're trying, you're decreasing the impact of what obesity does to a human body. I mean, it's your responsibility. Changing the words does not make you healthier, right? Changing your words does not make your pancreas function better. It doesn't make your insulin sensitivity improve. So these are things that you could change the language all you want. It doesn't change the outcome. Uh, these people are going to be paying the price. So you can call it whatever the fuck you want. You're the one that's going to need to get your leg amputated because you wanted to play the hashtag game rather than actually changing your habits. All right. Um, we got time for, uh, one more, one more. I, I don't, it, we'll take the next one Friday. I one or two, the, they're both, I don't know. They're both, uh, they're both going to be intense. Let's do number one. This one's called sometimes trans. Sometimes trans, sometimes not. Guess what I'm feeling today? I'm not telling you, you have to guess. And if you offend me because I said so, then you have to. I don't know. Okay, there's the Tainty Man. Again? Oh. Again, it's the fucking Tainty Man. All right, here we go. Last video. This one's called Sometimes Trans. And uh, this account, this is posted on, this is a Libs of TikTok video, but it says aspiring badassery. I don't know if this is that person's video, um, but let's see what we got here. What's in the box? Sometimes trans, sometimes not. I'm non-binary gender fluid, right? 
And within that, technically, by the definition standards, I am trans. I don't right? even know what that means. However, I'm not always, like, trans, you know? Like, I'm not always, like, I am trans. But sometimes I am, like, I am trans. And you know what I realize it is this? You know what I realize it, it is? Literally, it's that. Like, li- literally, by being, oh, cool. That trunk opens like a door, not like a, oh, there's a cat. Oh, look at this, sweetie. There's a cat. Look at this. Okay. Whoa. Yo. Ah, so sometimes I'm literally trans and sometimes I'm literally not. Squirrel. Like, in my gender fluidity, like, I just, it just is. Like, sometimes I'm trans and sometimes I'm not. I'm always non-binary. I'm always non-binary. I'm always gender fluid. Sometimes I'm trans, sometimes I'm not. Because that's part of my gender fluidity. And like realizing that, just like oh. all the pieces clicked. Wow. And I just love it. Like I, figuring out that I was gender <laughs> gender fluid, like made so much sense for my life. And sometimes I'll be sitting here being like, well, I haven't felt mask in a really long time. Or I haven't felt like a pretty boy in a long time. Or like, I just don't want anybody to perceive me as any kind of gender sometimes. And I'm oh. like, dude, that's literally what it is. Like, that's literally your gender fluidity. Because sometimes <laughs> I am a pretty little boy. And sometimes I have I want zero fucks to do with gender. And sometimes I'm a femme little princess and I love that. And sometimes I'm all of it all, all at once and none of it. Simply because I'm not. Oh, what the fuck just happened, man? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? No. Everyone in this room is now dumber for no. having listened to it. I award you no points, no. and may God have mercy on your soul. No. Man, come on, dude. Or femme, or mask, like the mask, like Jim Carrey in the mask. What is just... You know, we've gone over a lot of videos here on the show. We're done, by the way. That's, that's the last one for today. Um, we've gone over a lot of videos, but I think we can all agree. Like, what? That was, of all the things that we've covered on the show, that was a hot mess. Like, she had no idea what she was talking about. And, oh, look at the trunk just opens. and then, oh, What? I'm neurodivergent. Yeah. That was, um, uh, there's nothing to say. I literally have no idea what she's talking about. I'm non-binary all the time, but sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm trans, but sometimes I'm not. And then I'm masked and then I'm not masked. And I'm, I don't know, I'm wearing a mask and look at my septum piercing and I'm a dude. I'm not, whoa. Me thinks you need to do some construction, right? Or like a labor job. You need to like do something challenging or go on a walkabout like in the outback or something for like 30 days and I don't know eat bugs under rocks like you need to really fucking struggle or something get your get that train back on the tracks um that is absolutely correct Ike says in the uh daily swole telegram chat it's not supposed to make sense it's not we always talk about that it's not supposed to make sense so as much my point being is that that video is probably the pinnacle of not making sense. Like that's not made. That's like, I would say top three of all the videos we've watched 
top three made the least sense. Um, but again, it's not supposed to. We talked about this, I believe it was yesterday. It's not supposed to make sense. For example, someone says that and they said a couple key words, right? They say trans and they say non-binary. If you disagree with what she says publicly, you know, corporations are online. They're like, you're a mean, you're a bigot. You're a this. No, I'm not. I can use my brain cells and say that makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense. It just doesn't make any sense. It's not supposed to make sense. And the reason why is because you can't argue something that doesn't make sense. They can just point and be like, meanie head, meanie head, meanie head. That doesn't make sense. Ah, bigot. You don't understand my lived experience. <laughs> well, I understand my lived experience because that's literally every single of the billions of people. Everyone has a fucking experience. But my lived experience has this thing called like reality and common sense and logic in that experience. And my experience says that experience is fucking. <laughs> that's a little, that's a little cuckoo. If you know what I mean. Am I a meanie head, Nick? Is that right? I'm a meanie head. Well, that's okay. Your opinions are fine. Your opinions are valid. It's okay. If you think I'm a meanie head, that's fine. I'm going to sleep just fine. At least I know what I am when I go to sleep. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man. I'm going to go to sleep. And I'm going to wake up as a man. So pretty satisfied. Not having to, not having all that running through my head. I can actually focus on constructing things in life. I can actually create things and work on things and improve things. I can get things done because I'm not worried about, I don't know, this weird cosplay. <sighs> All right. Let's give away today's swole card. Yow. Shocking, Yow. terrifying, but here's the daily swole. Hashtag summer swole beaches. Giving it away. Giving it away. Who's going to get some summer swole? Who's got it? We got a winner. Robin Con. Congratulations. Congratulations, Robin, on winning a little small Cardi McCarterson. Send us an email to support at swolecard Swolcard 2546 in the subject your mailing address in the bio. The email will send you this fucking swole card. Congratulations. Robin. Excellent. Thank you for playing. Thank you very much. Can you feel that? Can you feel that spank? electronic spank going on right now. Oh yeah, I see you, baby. I see you, baby. With that sans swallow. Congratulations. We'll take some soundboard requests. Let's fucking yeah. <laughs> A little loud noises.
no medications except? No medication except my fucking antidepressants. I got you, Lacey. No medications. Talk about needing some medications. Shoo! Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn! Oh, tainty boy. I got you. I got it. We got it now. Now, once you've had sex with a woman, she will naturally start to depend on you, okay? All women do this. Can I get a tyrannical tuck? There's tiny tuck, typical tuck, total tuck, and the tyrannical tuck. What happened to your queer party friends? Hey! I better use my strong. Ever served in a forward area? I'm totally comfortable in my body. I just don't want to be in pain. Smooth. Very, very smooth stuff. Very classy. I'm learning a lot from you right now, dude. Coffee's for closers only. Pay you. Pay that man his money. No hands. How does he do it? Guess. Thank you so much for being here. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button, whether you're watching on Rumble or YouTube. Thank you so much for doing it. Hit the thumbs up before you leave. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow, but it's Rise and Swole. So private for members only. We're back here on Friday. Plus we have overtime for the FEFCAS. So we'll be back publicly on Friday. But if you never want to miss a single private call and live stream, uh, join the fam today. Tomorrow we have our Rise and Swole, 9 a.m. Eastern time. So I'll talk to you then. Thank you, Jay. Love you too, brother. Um, we'll be again back on friday but we'll talk to you tomorrow in the morning and you'll get a swole text it's really early so just go to your home page and join from the button on your home screen at 9 a.m but we'll be there and uh talk to you then thanks for being here we'll see you again here on the live stream for 25 48 on friday peace mcgee's deuce mcgoose your boy papa swole Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom bapping. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zams. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now the king left and they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found that young